This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Banner. It's Wednesday, 19 July, Year of Our Lord, 2023. We are live in a special uh, War Room edition here at Bedminster uh, Country Club in Bedminster, New Jersey. This is President Trump's private club on the East Coast, one of the most exclusive uh, clubs in the country and one of the greatest golf courses uh, in the country, one of his great loves. So just absolutely fantastic what he's done. People should understand the room we're actually standing in is where uh, we ran the transition. That first full weekend after President Trump won in 2016, he spent the first weekend in uh, at the um, at the residence in Midtown Manhattan. But we came out here in that second weekend, and this is where we started the transition pro- process really strongly. Uh, we have Eduardo, Jack Basobic, and um, Natalie. It's going to co-host with me. So, Natalie, you're really going to get your stripes this time because you got three guys going to hog the mic the entire time. Jack Pasovic, how you doing, brother? Now, Steve, so if this was the room where the um, where the transition was held. Have they cleared out all the wiretaps yet? No, are they still, <laughs> do we still have a few up in up in the up in the rafters? Have we gone behind all these beautiful paintings, pulled it all up? This, this is a historic building, isn't it? This is a historic building, historic building. This is where President Trump really put it together, and this is where the nullification project we really knew was going to hit hard. So. Very honored to, to be back out here. We got Tim Ballard, Kerry Lake, um, I think Jim Caviezel later. People, so the, the Tim Ballard, the film is about Tim Ballard. It's about his life story uh, in trying to save children. And Tim's got some announcements to make of stuff he's going to do. The question for you guys in the second hour, talk to me about the, not just the success. Where do we take this with the momentum? I mean, this is, you know, Tim Ballard's dedicated his life to this. This is a movement. It's one of the first things President Trump did in his uh in his presidency, was signed the executive order at the border. People want to know what happens next. We obviously got to drive the film. We want the film to be, I want the film to be the number one film of the year at the box office. That means people will see it, the number one film internationally. I mean, right now, anything can happen. I mean, we're in America, right? Sky's the limit. We're dreaming big, and we are dreaming really big right now. So anything can happen. It's up to you, the people. This is the people's movie. People are showing up. More, we got more theaters today, so something's well, going on. We have more theaters because yeah. it, it, the, the film is sold out. The other thing is, even when I saw it a couple of years ago, you have a minor classic. Just the film, qua the film, is is a great thriller, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where the director, the writer, you as the producer, it all came together. Obviously, it's got major talent like Caviezel mm-hmm. on the acting side, but the photography, the music, the tension, all of it. So the film works but there's now playing uh, every theater we're hearing about is, is, is sold out. Standing ovation at the end, people praying at the end. But every 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 theater is sold out. SRO. Steve, we went through the numbers in the two o'clock hour, where this is this thing is going on the dailies. 
it's it's neck and neck or beating Indiana Jones. Sony Pictures they got the horror movie out, the Insidious franchise. It's it's beating that domestically. But then, and we didn't have a chance to talk about this, but Steve, it's only open domestic so far. This movie. Yes. So the next step, at least in terms of the movie, the movement is a different piece. But for the movie itself, keep in mind this is going to now a lot something. What I mean at least 70% of the movies are in Spanish as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the Spanish-speaking world, once this thing hits there with the subtitles, uh, Eduardo, walk us through mm-hmm. how it's going to be rolled out through Latin America, through South oh. America, Europe. It's, it's, I mean, this is unbelievable. Like three, four days ago, uh, Neil from Angel Studios tells me, Eduardo, we got like 700 emails from all over the world, from studios, fighting for this film. So this film is going to be global now i was thinking back in the days you know when we, we were in budapest right brother like uh what in may two months ago we were two in months Buda- ago we're, and, and i remember wait wait steve you, you got to hear yeah. this story you're not gonna believe it he comes to me in budapest we're out there cpac budapest and we go to we go to mass at saint stephen's and and it's it's there's nobody around because it's like a friday mass it's like a daily mass but we're all traveling me tanya tay and the kids my mother and eduardo come just the five of us that's it in saint stephen's and he said hey i want to pray for this movie Right there, St. Stephen's, Budapest, Hungary. We're going to pay for the movie. And he says, Jack, can I send you the trailer? Would you post it? Because I want to get some publicity for the film. And I said, yeah, sure, no no problem. Hmm. Steve, I watched this trailer, and I said, I'm going to post this every single day. Hmm. And, I'm, and I haven't stopped posting it. Thank and you, I haven't I stopped talking about it. And it's been two months. And I, I said before, I knew... Mm-hmm. I knew it was an important film. I knew it was a special film. And I knew that we were praying for that film, but I didn't know God was going to come in the way he did. I didn't know that, but he did. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, So Mexico, August 31st. All Latin America, the rest of Latin America, August thirty first. Mexico being the production side of, of really this uh, hmm. this epidemic. Yes. With the United States being the demand side, it makes for- sense that through a bilateral effort, we can end this if the will is there. That's what I said before. When two Mexican filmmakers, this is a very good example. I think this is for me the most important message that I can tell you right now. When Two Mexican filmmakers, Alejandro Monteverde, the writer and the director of the film, and the producer, myself, Eduardo Verastegui, meets with two American heroes, true heroes, Gene Caviezel and Tim Ballard. When they meet, shake hands, and work together, what's the fruit? What's the result of that? Sound of freedom. It's a good thing. So what happened with the bad people of Mexico meets with the bad people of the United States? What happened? What's the result? What's the fruit? Child trafficking, drugs, illegal guns, bad stuff, cancer, that destroy both countries. So we need to continue to build a relationship between the good people of Mexico, the good people of Latin America, and the good people of the United States. Then we're unstoppable, brother. Then China, you have no chance. China has no chance. But if we fall asleep and we don't recognize the good in all Latin America and bring together the good, if we wouldn't do that, then something bad can happen and it's happening. But now the good things are coming together and sound of freedom 
It's growing. The institutions growing and growing. of Hollywood were shocked by the success of this film. I mean, they're shocked because this is grassroots. Uh, Angel Studios has had virtually no marketing money. Remember, Indiana Jones was $300 million production costs and $300 million of marketing money to pay for the TV ads and the, and the people going around talking about it and the influencers. This is a bootstrap effort by um, Angel Studios, yet it's you know close to being the number one film in the country, and every day it is number one. It's shocked institutions. One of the reasons I think institutions that are political are getting shocked is that they're seeing people – Are this film is resonating – with voters and people on a mass scale. Of course. And that's what's going to have to change because this could not occur at this level. The numbers you guys are talking about as far as child trafficking mm -hmm. for sex could not occur unless somehow there's some institutional either support mm -hmm. directly or people looking the other way. Yes, but I want to I just say one important thing because I want to be very grateful to thousands of people. When you said that we didn't have budget for P&A, we didn't have budget for PNA, so we raised five million dollars in crowdfunding. Yes, so thousands of people put in ten dollars, hundred dollars, fifty dollars. Yes, that's why I always say this is the you people's the movie. People. Yes, you went we to went people. to the people, not to this, not to the establishment in Hollywood, not to the big banks yes. and central banks. No, 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 to the people. Little and they're investors. Not they. They didn't give us donations. Yeah, they invest. They're, they're partners with us. So we have and that's spectacular. Thousands of thousands of thousands of partners that are part of this movie. So that's why, who's gonna stop this? And each investor brought 10, 20 people to see the movie. That's why it's just growing that and growing That five million though is against 300 for exactly. Indiana Jones this, and for Mission Impossible. Steve, this, yes, this, yeah. is, look, this is that, they, they talk about disrupt. You know, they, they talk about disruptors all the yeah. time in the tech industry, in the tech world, Silicon Valley. As oh, I just came in and disrupted. Uber disrupted taxis, right? Uh, Netflix disrupted, et cetera, All all of it, right? This is actual disruption. Mm -hmm. This is actual see, disintermediation. It's disintermediation of the fact that not only do you have a, stu a, a, a movie coming in without studio backing, that after July fourth, so starting July fifth. That instead of, you talk about the marketing campaign and the marketing that was done by word of mouth, by grassroots, you didn't just have a marketing campaign, you had an anti-marketing campaign that mm -hmm. began on July 5th when Bob Iger, sitting up there at Disney, got on the phone to all of the networks, got on the phone to the Washington Post, the Guardian, and all the rest of them and said, you need to kill this film. Yes. You need to shut this thing yes. down. But here's what happened. When he did that, it was like it was only, I think it was only 14 million. Mm -hmm. right? It was only 14 yeah. million. First now made yeah. 10 times yes. as much of that. And we're sitting here, it's only been two weeks. Mm. Two uh, weeks. It's overwhelmed, you know. Uh, I'm talking to my mother every day because my mother is in Tamaulipas, northern Mexico, three hours below the border. And I say, Mom, uh, you know, she doesn't have security, and I have three sisters there, four, four brave women. And I say, um, they were a little nervous in the beginning because, you know, we're touching nerves, interest. We're fighting against a $150 billion industry. They don't like us. You remember when I told you, when Tim Butler told me, we have a lot of friends, but we have a lot of enemies too. Those enemies will be yours, Eduardo. Are you okay with it? Let's do it, man. Because human I trafficking has bigger profit margins than it's, trafficking in drugs. It's, it's very dangerous. And you know what, man? When I've been receiving threats in social media, I ignore them. I have my team, you know, deleting all that stuff. My mother read some of those stuff, and my mother, it's like Tim Butler's wife. 
don't worry about us. We will die one day. We're willing to sacrifice everything for the children. Man, when your mother tells you, talks to you like that, she gave me so much strength. Because a lot of people are telling me, brother, you got to be careful. This too dangerous. You need to have security. I don't, I don't have security. I mean, I have one person who helps me with the driving in Mexico. God is protecting me. He knows. He knows what's going on. You're not and, afraid uh, of uh, a cartel hit? I'm not afraid, man. I'm afraid to offend God only. Um, and my prayer every day is, God, when you knock at my door, my only, my only petition to you is I want you to find me working for you. And I'm trying my best to work for God. And what's better than waking up in the morning every day and use your talents that God gave you to protect children. Children, the children of the world. God's children are not for sale. How much is the cartel's influence with either the police, the security forces, or the government to allow the, the, the production side of this, the supply side, to continue unabated? I, I don't know the, uh, you know, exactly what's going on in, in, in at a very top, top level. I, as I mentioned to you the other day, I think the cartels are just employees, you know. These guys are not in charge. I think the, there is a pedophile, in, pedophile industry. Disney, I think, is part of that pedophile industry. I think it's a global industry. But, but and the cartels are employees that they work. They're criminals who work for these people. And, and that's why they're control, they have this perfect distribution system in drugs and in child trafficking around the world. And don't and, forget, don't forget, I know we're, we're coming up on the break, but it was the Biden administration that ended amen. the DNA testing mm-hmm. of children that were found at the border day with one. the traffickers. Day, day one, one. Ended the DNA testing. Don't no you coincidences. Think, don't you no think coincidences. that they're part of that Pedophile industry? I don't know. I, you go figure. Well, why would they do that? Uh, Jack, uh, I know we're, uh, we're going to get Tim in here for the next thing. Would you hang around so we can get to call? Well, we'll, we can we'll go to the we'll ball. Tanya wants to go take some pictures around the property, I think, though. She saw a Lamborghini out there. Tanya, Tanya, can you, <laughs> Tanya, can you send Jack out to take the pictures? You stick around because you're the talent. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This, 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 this is the first show Olivia blowing me up. They're blowing me up with Natalie. I only get a chance to defend my promo code. <laughs> I didn't know Libby Evans was your boss either until the other day to the, R- the RV studios. Oh, we okay, love Libby. we're going to go out with the beautiful music uh, from Sound of Freedom. That's Latin. You know what mm-hmm. it means? No. God's children, we, the children, are not for sale. We, God's children, are not for sale. That's what the kids are singing in Latin. Oh, fabulous. Beautiful song and song. Stella. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, more and more central banks are diversifying. 
you know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Okay, welcome back. We're at Bedminster. Uh, President Trump's a very exclusive club out here in rural New Jersey, one of the greatest golf courses in the country. And President Trump has today, we're going to have a special screening for Sound of Freedom. The uh, really monster hit came out of nowhere in the film business today. Numbers are just uh, huge. We're going to have one of the marketing guys on later in the show to talk about the actual numbers. Honored to be joined now by really the life story of Tim Ballard. Tim Ballard, all the efforts, everything you've done with your life's work, and really the star of Catherine Ballard. Now, this is, is this your first, this is your first interview? Yes. I have never done this before, so I hope that it doesn't curse you in your show. <laughs> she looks like a movie star. Well, I know. I know. We tried to get her to play herself, but she wouldn't, she wouldn't do it. Was that an opportunity? You just, no. You just, no she, <laughs> I'm a little busy. <laughs> yeah. Talk talk to us about uh, about the film, and particularly both you guys seeing people portray you on a story that really is central to your uh, to your life. Well, it's, I mean, it's so it's so we weird, surreal almost to watch someone play because you know they they filmed many of the scenes in on location. Like for example, the, the, when the little boy is rescued out of the van, that they filmed at the very port of entry. In Calexico, California, where that happened, they filmed the island rescue scene uh, just about a mile away from the actual island where the kids were were rescued. So it's there's pieces of it that are so so real, and then you know then you see people play you, or or even playing your wife, and it's 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 interesting. And uh, I think it's uh, I mean I'll let Catherine weigh in because she she didn't want to see. I mean there was like five or six opportunities to watch when it was done, and she couldn't bring herself. To go, I finally convinced her that she needed to sit down because an Academy Award-winning actress is playing her in a movie. Aren't you a little curious as to what is in that movie? And I finally got her after like the fifth invitation, and it was an interesting experience. Why was that? What you just you you knew the story, or you didn't want to relive it, or was it you're just so humble? 
Well, now I can't answer that one. Um, it, it's just very, it's very surreal watching something that was very intense for Tim and I for about 10 years of watch, of all these cases and all this. Um, it's a lot longer in real life, six months each case about, and, and watching that unfold on the screen and remembering what those, those moments felt like and then watching someone else try to portray how I felt. That was just, yeah. Something cool. I was so nervous. I was sweating, like just wondering, is she liking this? What's she thinking? And then we left the theater and we, we drove in silence. We went to the, the, the Chili's nearby and still silence. Like, what's she going to say? Like nothing. I'm just like quietly just driving. And we get there, we get to this restaurant and it was really sweet. She made me cry. The only thing she said, it well, she, she started crying, which she, you know, that's, un, that's kind of unusual. Um, and she just reaches over and grabs my hand and she says, I am so sorry. And this is not about me, the kids' pain, the kids who, who go through this. There's so much more. So I've never even thought about this, but she thought about me in that moment. And she just said, I am so sorry that you have all these memories in your head. Because she does too. And, and that was like the only comment she made. And we haven't talked much about it since then. Well, I wanted to ask you a question, if I may, and don't worry, we'll, we'll take it easy on you since this is your first interview, but I watched the film and I've watched a lot of your interviews, and I know you talk about when you were deciding whether or not to leave the government, to leave contracting, and you know, basically go out on your own, and I remember you said you called her, at least in the film, uh, saying you know, you're so close to getting your pension, you had so many you know, beautiful children at home, that going out on your own would have been a very big risky move and decision to make but it really was your phone call when you know you told him you have to do this because this is what god wants you to do and that was what gave you the strength to do it and i know that it's probably a very personal intimate phone call between you guys but that really struck a chord with me so i'm just curious you know what made you what really took over you to to say that and you know your relationship it seems like you give him the strength to to be the superhero that he is before she answers, sure. I want to say the part she probably won't want to say about me because sure. the film didn't want to show my cowardice because it would have been too hard to probably rehabilitate my character in time to finish in two hours because I was like, I could finish the case if, if I quit. And her line was supposed to be, are you kidding me? Get home. Stay home. We have, we've got kids. But she didn't read the line that I wanted her to read. And so my, my, my half-baked, you know, uh, insincere pitch of actually doing this didn't work because she turned around and said, you, you have, we have to do this. And she said that knowing that that could have made her a widow. I mean, we're going now and under, without top cover. We're doing super dangerous things. We have, we lost all of our money. <laughs> like, I think we had a couple thousand in the bank and six kids. There is no, there is no promise of anything. And I wanted to not do it. I truly wanted to come home. And I'll let her tell you what, why she insisted I not. Well, I just knew it was the right thing. And I knew that he was dealing with some fear, but, but he wanted. This was, his desire was to rescue these children. And, and sometimes we just need a little support around us to help us make those hard decisions. What is it like uh, in a relationship where you're living with really the children or you're living with uh, what he's doing every day and hearing it and know the danger to know that until this film came out, you know, 80% of the country, 70% of the country has no earthy idea about what's really going on here. 
How does that? How did you guys live and have a relationship, understanding that you're living kind of this daily, you know, nightmare with what's happening to these children, the torture, the depravity, and the rest of the country is going about their business and has no earthly idea what's going on. Well, I I don't know how you would answer that, but for me, I've just tried to stay focused on. It doesn't matter the noise around everything. It doesn't matter. We're focused on the children, and and it matters to the children that it's happening to them. And we can get really bogged down by a lot of noise and who's for us and who's against us and, and all that. But at the end of the day, we just need to get to work and help the children. I'll say that it's, it's, a, it's a burden lifted that people now know. Because in the government, I suffered from people not even believing me. I only had three friends you know, at the time. And no one knew who I was. And, and I would try to tell my, like, you won't believe what I just saw. And they're like, no, I don't even want to see it hear about it and then I'm thinking how can we solve this if no one knows about it and then to see that now millions and millions of people have and will now know there's almost a burden lifted um, because most of them are good people there, there's these crazies out there that don't want you to know this and we'll have to def- know what to do how to deal with them later but but it's a burden it's a burden lifted for, for me what would you guys like to see this thing is obviously taking on a momentum of its own it's sold out they're standing ovations people are praying at the end of it theater owners who are not supportive of the topic but are looking to make money are giving it more and more and more screens what would you guys like to see come out of this what would be the next step or what would you like to see happen here more rescue i want to see more children rescued i want to see more help to to those that have been in this situation, I want to see more preventative measures for the children, um, orphans and, and vulnerable children, and, and a wake-up call to, to all of us that think it doesn't apply to us, and it does. These are our neighbors. These are our, our um, communities. This is being driven by, by people, and, and we need to wake up and stop it. Um. Like Alejandro Monteverde said to me once, he's like, I want this movie to be something that begins when you leave the theater. And that is happening because anyone who watched this film knows you wake up the next morning and it's the first thing you think of. You wake up the morning after that, it's still the first thing you think of. And so it stays with you for, for a while. And that's when we want people to take action. And, and, and again, echoing what Catherine said, Catherine was the founder of something called the Children Need Families, which is a, she, she saw, we, we adopted two children in 2000. Well, we started. We rescued them from from traffickers in Haiti in 2014. There's a whole documentary on it called Operation Two Saint on Amazon Prime, and Catherine insisted that we adopt them, and so we brought them home. And we got to see that we knew the trajectory of their lives would have been being trafficked, murdered, or something horrible. And now you see these two beautiful children, happy and 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 enjoying life. And that's what we want for all these orphans. So she started this foundation where we go into high trafficking areas and get these kids home. So I know that's on her heart and we want, we want more of those. You actually go into high trafficking areas, save the children and then make sure they're in a proper home. No, we just assist with international adoption. We just are promoting international adoption and um, trying to solve some problems in the process of international adoption. But mostly the focus is if there's an orphan, they need a home. Where, where do people go? we got to bounce for a break. Where do people go to get to that site? If you go to OURrescue.org, and it's in the project in um, on that website. It's called Children Need Families. 
Perfect. And Tim, we're going to have you back in the uh, in the next hour because we're going to talk about some of the future plans you've got. Not too shabby. First one, not not too shabby at all. <laughs> Thank you. First and last. So, <laughs> no, you're you're fantastic. Okay, we're here at uh, Bedminster. We're going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back with the special edition of War Room on this very special night when Sound of Freedom is going to screen for the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, in a select audience of club members and also certain people associated with this movement. Back in a moment. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at publicsq.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner, download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. Use your host, Stephen K. Banner. Okay, welcome back. We're here at Bedminster for the special screening of Sound of Freedom. President Trump is screening it tonight for uh, members of this uh, very exclusive club here in rural New Jersey, also members of this movement and uh, other figures like Kerry Lake, who is going to join us momentarily. Uh, We have uh, Matt Faraci, and you're a senior advisor to the fun that Tim Ballard, we're going to get Tim back yeah, in the next hour. Yeah. T- Tim, we talk about this film is driving a movement. You're the senior advisor. Yes. But you've right. been very close to this film from day one and yeah. helping kind of guide this. Yeah. So, yeah, so just quickly, what the Spear Fund is, is Tim has realized that because of the increased notoriety and the fact that we have a movie that's literally taking over the world, we were expecting it would do well. Actually, Steve, I got to give you credit. You were way more accurate than I was. So just just for the record, I just were, say, Steve hang on. was way ahead of me. <laughs> so on this. I saw it years ago when it wasn't yeah. in the final yeah. edition, but saw it again, and you had the Harmon brothers who are, and I guess Harmon brothers sisters at, at Angel 
studios are so bold and they were going to put it out over Fourth of July yeah. against Indiana Jones, which said, people thought was I crazy. Said, well, I did. I said this is a kamikaze run, and they do have <laughs> they do have by the way five million dollars crowdsource of PNA, but up against three hundred million. It's just it was insanity. But when you saw the film, and particularly the way the final cut and everything you've done to yes. enhance it, yeah. I sat there and I told Matt. Matt says I think this thing worked very well. And I said this film is going to do two hundred to two hundred fifty million dollars domestic box office, and you yeah. Agree and my response was like. Okay, Steve, that's that's pretty optimistic, you know. And then the longer this goes, I mean, Angel's projecting, by the way, that that they're going to hit a hundred million today. By that's tonight, talk about tonight. Yeah, we tonight, will hit a hundred million. Yeah, hundred million dollars. So, can we hear a shout out for that crew? Yeah, hundred million. Here. Yeah, and that's by the way. Does Trump bring luck? I mean, come on. <laughs> President Trump commits to this last week, and then all of a sudden he hit a hundred million dollars. It's crazy, day, which is extraordinary. Yeah. And and so what Tim realized is that the, the the movie has created a movement, a global movement. And so he started something called the Spear Fund, in which every every you know he's creating a global coalition to go after traffickers. So it could be that somebody needs aftercare, and we're going to support an aftercare group, or somebody has a specialty in rescuing kids. Let's say in Chile, I'm I'm making it up, but yeah. whatever that might be, su- uh, supporting all the pieces and parts to take down the child trafficking cartels and go after them in a nimble, quick, and effective Perfect. way. And that's the Spear Fund. And he's going to come back. We'll get more yep. details yeah, on that. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. Let me ask you, in um, Jim Caviezel was supposed to be box office poison, right? After Passion of the Christ. I mean, obviously, with a certain element, be huge. But they, you know, he did a hit TV show, but they tried to put him in films that he would not take. He didn't think they were appropriate. It turns out Barbie is box office. Sorry, but I've got to have myself. Keep going. Hang on. You're hitting close to the bone. You're hitting close to the bone. By the way, I can announce, I think we're going to have Ginger Gates on. The, she did, a, I think, exclusive for the uh, for Daily Mail. She told me to tell you that she wants you to wear pink for your interview with her tomorrow. <laughs> so you're going to have to get a new shirt. As long as I can borrow that jacket or spork over her, uh, her husband. The... Could could possibly the I think six hundred fifty million dollars domestically was the passion. I think now, it, I think that's the I think that was the global box box. No, I thought box. global was a billion. I thought domestic was six hundred fifty. Darn! I wish I'd done I more be, googling before I, this I'm, show. I, I might be incorrect. Yeah, I think it was okay. When I looked on my iPhone, it yeah. was six ten globally global, was okay, the record. Maybe, okay. Yeah. So well, global. You have one hundred sixty comp- one hundred sixty countries have already approached Angel. Right. So the question taking- is, can Caviezel beat Caviezel? We'll have to see, but I t- with this picture, this picture, I think okay. this picture is not going to stop right okay. now because you're having sold out audiences, you're having standing ovations, people are witnessing to this film in the theater, very much like, uh, very much like the Passion. This is getting to be a thing now. So, if because you're annoyingly right, Steve, what it call it right now? Call the ball, Babe Ruth pointing over the <laughs> over the wall. What do you think? Do do, do we beat the Passion? Just for the record, that's the number it, it, one it, it, highest it, it, grossing independent film of all time. Also, The Passion was, what, 18, 20, almost 20 years ago. Yeah. So it's a lot more theaters and a lot more. I think it'd be tough but doable, particularly if you count the international box oh, he office. He says tough but doable. To- I'm going to say we do it. Tough I'm going to play Bannon right now. Okay, I'm going to say we do it. I think, okay? I, I think the people that made The Passion, I'll tell you one thing, Mel Gibson and Jim Caviezel, would want every person in the country to see this film right now. Yeah. Because this is the beginning of a movement uh, and, and, and very powerful. And, and just so you know, Jim said to me, I don't know, two months, uh, about a month ago, we were walking somewhere and Jim said, I feel it. 
He said, I feel like this is, he said, I haven't felt anything like this since the passion. I said, really? He goes, just trust me. This has, this has the legs. Extraordinary. So, well, tonight's going to be very uh, big about getting that second breath when President Trump is going to be. There are going to be a number of speakers here. Caviezel's here. Of course, Eduardo, Tim Ballard, Tim Ballard's wife, Catherine. I want to thank you for all the efforts you've done on this. It's incredible. The, the, the Angel Studios. I mean, they've only been involved in this thing three or four months, right? I mean, you guys have just come 100 days plus. It, only, only God. Only God could take, I, I feel like it's like the fleece that Gideon put out, you know, before he fought the battle. It's like only God could step in. You know, you can do what you can do, but only God can step in and blow it up to this level. There's no, there's no other explanation except the divine. Are we agreed on that? We're agreed on that. Okay. And it was divine providence to put Matthew, uh, to put Andrew Breitbart in, uh, in your life. In my right? life, yeah. And got you changed the entire direction. You're here today because of Andrew Breitbart. You know, I, I, it's amazing. Uh, I, I'm sure you know the story of John Quincy Adams and how he was an abolitionist and um, how he thought he had failed. And somebody asked him, you know, he had fought slavery his whole life, and somebody asked him before he died, before he died, do you feel like you failed? And he said, the duty is ours, the results are his. And I feel like if Andrew, Andrew does know that beyond him that this continued. Oh, amen. No doubt about that. Uh, can we get, can we do a shift out in the middle? Uh, Matt, thank you so much. Fantastic. Keep fighting. The predictor. That's what I'm going to call you, Steve. To to beat the passion, tough but doable. I'm saying yes. No, I'm saying tough but doable. I didn't say no. Listen, listen. Hold on. Right now, before I go, whoever, if if I win, I get a pastrami on rye, pickles, chips, and a Dr. Brown's Diet Cherry Cola from 2nd Avenue Deli on you. Done. Okay. Done. Okay. We'll shake on that. Done. Right there. Okay. Thanks, Matthew. Carrie Lake now joins us. Hey, thank you, thank you. You're you're everywhere. We just we were just we were just with your book tour yesterday at the In villages. Florida, yes. Oh my gosh, it's so good to be with the uh, posse, and on such an important day. This really well, talk, is. Talk to us about that because your race for governor, which still hasn't been decided, this was one of your central things: close the border, take on the cartel, shut them down, stop trafficking. I get a lump in my throat when I think about what's happening at our border. I mean, I'm a mom. I've got, I, I have a daughter, almost Natalie's age, okay? And when you think about what we're allowing as a country to happen at our border, it's, it's unacceptable, it's appalling, and it's depraved. We are, literally, children are being trafficked. And they're not just being trafficked in here for citizenship. Uh, they're not being trafficked in with their families. They are being trafficked, sex trafficked. And I can't live with that as a mom. I can't live with that. I want my kids to be safe. I want all kids to be safe. And I, I feel this lump in my throat right now thinking about what's happening as we speak here today. These children who are trapped in this lifestyle, this, this existence. It's not a lifestyle. It's an existence that they didn't choose and that the responsible adults around them have allowed to happen. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say all of us are the responsible of adults, that we're allowing this to happen at our border. And this is why that was the number one policy. I, I came on your show so many times. Time. We had the most aggressive border policy ever. We don't need the federal government to secure our border because the Constitution allows the states to do it. 
when there is an invasion, and we have an invasion at our border. There's no ifs, well, ands, Well, you were going to call that from the moment you took your hand off the Bible as governor. You were going to call out the Biden administration, declare an emergency, yep. and take all types of action that you as governor could take, correct? And show these other governors what our, our abilities are and what our responsibilities are to our citizens and really show them how we can secure our border without the federal government. Now, obviously, it would be great if the federal government was doing their job, but we can't count on that. We have an illegitimate... Uh, president sitting in the White House because we had a rigged 2020 election. We did have a great president, President Trump, who was doing everything he could to secure that border. He was building the wall. You know, I, I really get uh, a little bit resentful to some of these politicians who say, oh, he, he didn't build enough wall. They resisted at every single step with that. And I'll tell you what, when we get President Trump back in office, I predict that wall will be built within a matter well, of weeks. His executive order on the first couple of days of the administration was about certain things on the border. The wall was going to take funding. But he signed the executive order against child trafficking immediately. And it was, it was the really the integral part of the separation of the families and checking this and saying mm -hmm. there was some sort of scam being run. He had to do it. The question for you is... But, why but you did, know what else yeah. he did, Steve? They they criticized him because when, when people were coming across the border with children saying, oh, yeah, this is my nephew, this is my son, right. we weren't just trusting that. Right. These are traffickers. These are cartel members. This is a business, a disgusting business. And... Trump wasn't just trusting these people coming across. He said, Let, let's do some testing here. I want to match the DNA and find out if you really are exactly. a family member. And the media, got they've got blood that. on their hands yes. because they criticized President Trump for doing that. And now we have, what? what is it, 80 or 90 million children who've come across under Joe Biden, probably a low estimate, that are completely lost in the system. Well, I think 85,000. I think total eight or nine million. Oh, I'm million. sorry. Did I say I'm yeah, at 80,000? Yeah, yeah, 85,000 yes. they've admitted, whistleblowers admitted to. But the GOP Senate just put out a four-minute fundraising video the other day. After the film was a hit, they put a four-minute video out talking with knitted brow, the tough questions they've been asking uh, DHS, and at the hmm. end saying they have the, the Senate, which has never had Trump's back at all any of these things. They're trying to trade credit. Now They're they know trying the to raise money Well, well the, the film's a, a, a huge hit. Here's a question. Uh, people in Arizona, though, some of the business interests, they pushed back big time. When you talked about closing the border and taking on the cartels, you weren't embraced. You were embraced by the citizens and the people. But the vested interest in the state did not say, Kerry, what a wonderful idea. How can we help you actually do that? Why well, was there's, that? There's so many avenues um, where there's money being made with that wide open border. And it might be with cheap labor. It might be with uh, the trafficking of children, the trafficking of women, the trafficking of people, the trafficking of drugs. And so there's a lot of money being made on that border. And they don't really want it shut down because, let's face it, if, we, if they wanted it shut down, it would be shut down right now. It is not impossible there's to no do There's no doubt for you either as, as a governor and or in the executive branch that if you wanted to shut down the border, you have the tools available to shut it down and stop this. Absolutely. There's no reason we can't do this. And we can't do it in short order. And we saw that with President Trump. He came in and immediately started to secure that border. I covered that border for 27 years as a journalist, and it was never more secure than under President Trump. And he was doing it with one hand tied behind his yes. back, yes. taking constant incoming from the swamp. I know that when he gets in again, he's going to be able to do this. And we really need to go to war with these narco-terrorists. They are terrorists. They're working in conjunction with our arch enemy, the communist regime in China, and uh, they're 
they're pushing drugs to kill well, the our secretary young of state the secretary of state in arizona is a cartel lawyer that's right People have a real hard time wrapping their brain around, and it's hard to imagine. But these fraudulent people sitting in our government, because when they stole our victory and rigged our elections, they stole our state government. And Katie Hobbs is a squatter. Chris Mays in the AG's office. They couldn't have any of the MAGA people in there. Well, Chris Mays today leaked that she's about to indict all these people in Arizona on the alternative electors, yep. right? Just like in Michigan. That's right. And and then the Secretary of State now who oversees Abe our elections. Abe Hamaday should be in that office. Abe Hamaday should be in there. And, and frankly, Mark Fincham, I believe he yes. won as well. We've got a man named Adrian Fontes who is truly a cartel lawyer sitting in our Secretary of State's office. Hang on one second. Take a short commercial break. I think Caroline runs around. She's going to join us here at the special war room. I want to thank Real America's Voice, Robin Parker, Sig, the entire team, Harry for helping us, and of course, the great staff here at Bedminster and President Trump for allowing this, Jason Miller, the entire team. Short break, going out with uh, music from the film. We'll be back with Sound of Freedom in a moment. Every day, the parallel economy grows bigger and bigger. It's powered by everyday Americans who are sick and tired of all the woke propaganda being jammed into every product they consume. Big mobile companies are no different. For years, they have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because you need a cell phone and probably thought there was no alternative, but there is. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious liberty, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your phone. Keep your number. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 878-PATRIOT, P-A-T-R. IOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code BANNON. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values. Make the switch today. Remember, stop giving your money to people that don't support your values. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash BANNON or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Special edition here at Bedminster, one of the finest clubs in the country, President Trump, honoring everybody tonight with a special screening of Sound of Freedom, this movie that's just become, become a movement now. Incredible. Carrie, they're trying to shut down everything associated with President Trump and everything associated with this film. Walk me through that. It's interesting. They're, um, I've talked to so many people who've gone to see the film. And you know, I think some of it made it on the Internet where they were saying they, they had the air conditioning turned off. They tried to cancel our – I've had more people tell me they saw this film and they had the, the lights up at the theater. They kept the uh, air conditioning off. It was miserable conditions, but they said, we're not leaving. We're going to watch this film. They're trying to shut this film down. They're trying to – Why keep, is that? They don't want people knowing what's really going on. Just as they're trying to cancel people online who are conservatives, just as they're trying to arrest people, round people up, 
indict President Trump, the more they do that, the stronger this movement becomes. Because we recognize that the government is trying to shut us down. They're trying to shut down the truth. Is what's happening on this movement ex- happening, you see this in Michigan and in Arizona? Because Arizona, right. here's the beauty, too, in Michigan. The tell is none of those people gave them any information at all. That's why they indicted them, right, to try to get yeah. them to think. Is the same thing going to happen in Arizona and Georgia across the country? Georgia, it's already happening. Arizona, I do think it's going to happen next. Uh, I'm worried about Nevada, too. So I do think you're going to see Nevada this. also. Yeah, as well. These are they have Democrat AGs. And so they're kind of – you saw Chris Mays, the – she is not a, the legitimate attorney Fraudulent. Yeah, yeah. Fraudulent. Why, why is – what's the story with Abe Hamaday's race? Why is he not in? Well, the, the judge didn't have the courage to do the right thing. Who knows? Maybe he's corrupt. He didn't make the right move on that. And uh, they're going to appeal it. We will not stop. Abe Hamaday won. We won. We the people won in Arizona. And if they think that a corrupt judge or a weakling judge is going to stop us from getting the truth out, they're wrong. We're going to continue to push it. These cases will never go away. And we're going to continue working on it. And we're also going to add other cases. We are going to add cases to prevent them from robbing us from victory in this next election. They're taking the victory from we the people. And, you know, I think about young people like Natalie and your generation, because my daughter's in this generation. They're fed up, Steve. This isn't just our generation fed up. They're going to this movie. My daughter and my son are talking about The Sound of Freedom. They're 19 and 20. And so they're waking up to what's happening, and this is a movement you can't stop. It's a train that's moving down the tracks, and they can try to throw things in front of it, and nothing's going to stop it. And I think it's going to be uncomfortable the next year Just like President Trump, just like uh, you in Arizona and now across the nation in this film, you are saying uh, that you think these all lead to movements? There's one massive movement of the people. And I, I had dinner with um, Donald Trump Jr. last night, and he was talking about his dad. And he talked about how when he first met Tim Ballard, they sat down, and, and Tim Ballard explained to President Trump what a problem this was. And it really hit President Trump in the heart. And that's when he said, we've got to shut down what's happening at the border. This is unacceptable. You know, President Trump, as much as the media likes to portray him as just the most awful, in, in the most awful way, he is a father. He is a grandfather. He cares about people. And he does not want our border wide open and allowing for the trafficking of children, the sex trafficking of children. That's, children, that's why he did that. People don't realize he's got a very kind heart. Yes. He's a very kind-hearted person. Okay. Now, he wouldn't want people to know that. Right? I just because ran into him, by the way, here at Bedminster. It's so beautiful here, by the way. This is just a, a so real bright spot in our country. It's, it's a beautiful place. And, and I said, how are you hanging in there? I'm sorry about what's happening. He said, we're, don't worry. We're going to win. We're gonna, uh, he's not at all. I mean, you would think that average person would be just like, you know, stressed out, biting their nails. And he's just, he's unflappable. You're right. He said, we're going to win this. We're going to come back stronger. Also, and if he wasn't, also, if he wasn't running again and winning, they would, none of this would have happened. If yeah. he hadn't, if he hadn't come back from Mar-a-Lago and gotten into this race, they would have never gotten him. One other thing I talked to him about was, it was a brief conversation just a few minutes ago. I said, I just came from Iowa. We did a little bit of campaigning for him in Iowa because I'm an Iowan at heart. I grew up there. And I said, the people are so on board with you. And I said, and, and frankly, Ron DeSantis has been a disaster. I'm, I'm sorry. He looks like a schlub. He's dressed like a schlub. He's showing up in jeans. It's, it's really offensive to the people of Iowa that you would show up that way. You know, President Trump shows up in Iowa and he's got his suit on. Yeah. He respects the people. And he said, I should have never endorsed him. And that I do agree. 
The he fishing shirt's he, not working in Iowa. The fishing shirts, the baggy yeah, jeans, yeah, the yeah, high yeah, heel no, boots. No, no, it's no. just like. They try to go Yellowstone, but they don't realize that's not, that's not Iowa. Well, yeah, see, you don't have to show up in Iowa and act like an Iowan. You have to show up and be authentic because Iowans can smell a phony from a mile away. And they also know that President Trump has been there for him or for them. President Trump has been there for them for um, years. And they also recognize that he supported Ron DeSantis, and he got stabbed in the back. And I don't believe Iowans appreciate that kind of uh, character. I'm going to take out my number two person and write a note down. Don't cross Carrie Lake. <laughs> right. Was that mean? I'm just I'm <laughs> no, speaking no, the truth. No, you didn't go mean, girls. Uh, Caroline, uh, your thoughts about the film, this right. movement, what's coming together? You're kind of at the you're kind of at the money into this. How big could this get? Huge, and you. She ran into President Trump. I just ran into Eduardo Verostegui. And it, it kind of weighed on me and dawned on me that the two people that could really lead at least you know North America out of this are here and are going to be in the same room tonight. I think that if we elect Donald J. Trump again as president, and we're hearing when a lot of rumors elect. that Eduardo could potentially run it for president of Mexico, those two people coming true? together. Is that true? Well, if he's, that can happen. I think that the, the people are going to call for it. He says we got to make that happen. Make talked, that happen. He's been praying about it very hard, and I think everyone at home should be praying on it as well. Those two people who are here tonight, those two people could save Western civilization. And so I think we should be so thankful and honored to be here and be included in something like this and really let that weigh on us. Now we just need to find somebody to, to lead Canada out of the mess they're in. <laughs> well, <laughs> do we have any patriotic, great Canadians? Who so can many great Canadians. Replace uh, Trudeau. Uh, real quick, how do they get the book? How do they find out the next event or where you're going to speak in because they're packed the and book, sold out? Yeah, the book you can find at carrylake.com. You can also go to Amazon. You can go to Barnes & Noble. We'd love it if you would support our case. Our case, we believe, and we're going to keep this thing alive. It is so good. We have more evidence. They didn't even use – we're finding out now they used unlawful software on the entire election. Every day we find out more. This is the case when finally a judge has the pressure of the world on his shoulders is going to crack the whole thing open. You can find out more and support it at SaveArizonaFund.com or CarrieLake.com. And the book you can get uh, from... Um, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or CarrieLake.com. Okay, fantastic. Uh, Caroline, your social media, particularly every time you come on here, people want to know how to get to you on Twitter, get her all of it. It's just at Caroline Wren. Watch out. She is a live wire. Oh, yeah. No, no. It comes a little hot. Okay. Uh, We're going to take a short break. We'll be back for the second hour. Stay on Real America's Voice. See John Solomon. We'll be over at uh, Lindell TV. I want to once again thank Rob Parkersig, the entire team here at Real America Voice, the entire team at Bedminster for making this happen. came about the last second, and particularly President Trump for hosting this film. And I agree with you, Caroline and and Carrie, that this film could help change Western civilization. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room. But they can promise at your next checkup, 
Your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. Pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 